talk about how to fix our streets. Measure 26209 is the renewal of the Portland Motor Vehicle Fuel Tax. Sounds like a gas tax to me. Portland passed it in 2016. Now it's up for renewal, 10 cents a gallon over the next four years. To tell us more is Steph Ralph, local hero, campaign manager to fix our streets, and Risha Podal, advocacy director for the Street Trust. Steph, how you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for having us, Jefferson. It's so great to have you. Richa, how you doing this morning? You staying safe? I'm staying safe, staying home, uh, drinking tea, doing well. Thanks for having us. Your, your phone is sounding a little bit robotic. We'll try, to, we'll try to deal with that. If there's anything on your end, we'll do it. I'll start with you, Steph. Uh, what did your path look like to get this on the ballot? Oh, that's a great question. Well, the the path, I'll just start with, you know, where you started. Thank you. Uh, 2016, um, it passed by Portland voters, and uh, it passed as a 10-cent four-year gas tax with a very specific uh, defined project list. Um, and uh, the Portland Bureau of Transportation has spent the last four years just systematically working through that list. Um, and uh, and they will be having that in the ground by the end of 2020 um, or at latest spring of 2021. Uh, and they're going back for a 10 cent four year gas tax with a, a another prescribed group of projects. These, and I know that you and I both live in East Portland. Um, over 50% of these projects are in East Portland. Hallelujah. And they have been. I'm sorry. I said hallelujah. I wasn't interrupting. Yeah, I, I know, just, right? Yeah. Because it's like it's decades of of maintenance. And I remember I grew up in uh, when it was then unincorporated Multnomah County, and now it's the city of Portland. Uh, I remember the year that uh, we had to uh, to connect to the sewer because it was expensive. And I remember uh, voices raised <laughs> that year, and my dad having to dig a ditch himself. And so that was a plan. But what uh, what never got implemented was to uh, bring East Portland up to a level of uh, service in terms of its transportation infrastructure, which is the biggest asset that the city has. And uh, and so this is a moment where it's like, we have a huge backlog of maintenance and street report. I don't think anyone, like, I, I don't think anyone disagrees with the fact that our roads, a lot of our roads suck and they need serious help. And before 2016, the city of Portland did not have a dedicated uh, transportation funding mechanism to actually be able to maintain those streets. And so we have over a billion dollars of that street repair. The first Fix Our Streets uh, got us you know, to um, a list that got us um, 40 miles of lane repair, uh, got us uh, 400 sections of failing road fixed, uh, miles of sidewalks, and another 170 safety improvements. And now we're going to go uh, collect a lot of other projects, worthy projects that include uh, building out the street light system in East Portland, particularly on arterials and collectors. Richa, I think you're back with us, advocacy director for the Street Trust. How did you get in this mix? Why are you supporting this measure? Yeah, yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, so for folks that don't know the Street Trust, um, we are a membership-based nonprofit working to promote and improve conditions for walking, biking, and taking public transit. Um, you know, in our work, we're really trying to envision this new world where folks from all backgrounds, um, especially our most marginalized communities, those that have been kind of least uh, invested in in Portland, have access 
to up transportation options that are safe and that are healthy and that are affordable. Um, we're kind of working in this context, and I think this measure comes up also in this context of um, the climate crisis that we find ourselves in and also the safety emergency that we find ourselves in. We just um, know that way too many folks are um, dying in our streets, and that's just not what we want for our community. Um, streets should be a safe place for people to get where they need to go, and we're just trying to make sure folks don't have to move around in fear of losing their lives. And so I think this measure um, fits in with that goal of our work um, pretty nicely. Um, I, I see a lot of our work as sort of addressing the number of barriers that prevent folks from walking, biking, and taking public transit. Um, and I think one of those is really just that feeling of safety. Um, so my advocacy work is really focused on securing investments that remove those barriers so that people's choices um, of getting around are safe and convenient. Um, and so this is a really, um, it's something we've already had that's been really successful. And it's something I think that I see as sort of a basic level of investment um, that we need to keep streets feeling safe for folks. Thank you, Richa. And Steph, one of the reasons, obviously, that you're focused on this local initiative is that if you do it statewide, it pretty much can only go to highways, right? Feel free to disabuse me of that notion. And you're trying to focus on things beyond highways. Pretty much, yes. Um, thank you for that. I feel like, yeah, the ODOT's charge, the Oregon Department of Transportation's charge uh, and their mission is uh, primarily to move goods and services um, between cities across the state. But these roads, um, these roads are, you know, very local roads. They matter to the people who live in and around uh, those streets. And that is their lives. And so this, um, and I think also when it's local, you talk about local accountability and you talk about local transparency. And so these projects were defined, prioritized by local communities over the course of years. And, um, and so these projects like East Portland Action Plan, East Portland in Motion, Southwest in Motion, we have uh, our most recent pedestrian master plan that just got uh, um, re-upped, updated, 20 years in the making for that and Vision Zero plan. Like all of these plans have gone into the, uh, the establishment of these projects that are on local roads. And that includes uh, unimproved roadways. We have over 50 miles in the city of unimproved roadways. Uh, and and you, know, you look at that and these are craters in the, like they look like moonscape, <laughs> a lot of them. And one component of, of fixing our streets is um, a debt creating a uh, furthering a dedicated uh, program that will grade gravel streets. I was on a call yesterday with um, some uh, wonderful volunteer champions with AARP Oregon, and uh, there was one couple who was like so excited because they live in the Woodstock area, uh, Brentwood Darlington, one of their their street right next to them. Uh, got graded and what that has done for you know just their breathability of air all, all of the dust that isn't getting kicked up like that that doesn't fit into a spreadsheet but it is a felt difference in just daily quality of life how much money does this dime amount to and is a dime enough that is a great question um it's uh, it would be over the course of four years um it is uh, scheduled again to be $64 million. Uh, 
um, which is what the original one was. We got more uh, more collected about, I believe, to the tune of about $12 million more. Um, but in over the past couple of months um, with COVID-19, that's shifted. So this is a best guess. Um, but that would be $64 million. Um, I should also mention that this is in tandem with a heavy vehicle use tax, which um, was just passed by ordinance uh, by the city council. Um, and that's to make sure that semi-trucks, like anything that's over 13 tons, will also pay their fair share of the wear and tear on the roads that we that um, they use to get goods and services uh, to um, uh, throughout Portland. Um, is it enough? $74, $75 million over the course of four years for a billion-dollar backlog? No. Uh, it's, it's a beginning. It's a small piece of what is needed for a larger solution. Um, I think more than uh, – and so we need to be looking at other, uh, other funding options. And I think in, over the course of the next four years, there's a, a lot of conversations being had about how are we going to maintain this critical asset uh, that we all depend on and and so those those conversations are continuing. Richa, what are projects you're most excited about? What do you think are the top priorities for this money? Yeah, totally. Um, we're really excited about, uh, we've been kind of strong champions for safe routes to school funding to make sure that our kiddos are kind of getting uh, experience walking and biking to school, taking the bus and walking from the bus stop um, in a way that feels safe so that they can be kind of lifelong active transportation and transit users. Um, another part of this measure that kind of on a both professional and personal level I think is really important that Steph talked about is street lighting and that being such a crucial part of what makes people feel both physically and personally safe on our streets. Um, and, you know, we know that, especially for those of us uh, with darker skin, I like I notice a huge difference in being seen when there's good street lighting. Um, and we also know that parts of our city have been, um, you know, invested well in street lighting and parts of our city like in East Portland haven't. And so really giving that care and attention um, to making those parts of our city feel safe. Um, in a way that is basically not perpetuating um, the inequities that already exist uh, as something that I really care about. And even like, even the pothole repair and street paving, which has obvious benefit for folks that are traveling by car, um, it really benefits other street users as well. We see um, smooth streets allowing for much safer cycling conditions, easier street crossing if folks are rolling, so in a wheelchair, using a walker, or uh, pushing a stroller, um, so there's there's really a lot of uh, diversity in the kinds of safety benefits that we see in this measure, um, and yeah, some of them feel kind of personal. Steph, where can people find out more? Uh, I'll take this one. Um, they can find more at uh, www.fixourstreetsportland.com. There's a list of all of the projects. Uh, as you can also look, we got a clean sweep of uh, editorial board endorsements, so you can check out uh, why you should vote yes in the Willamette Week, Portland Tribune, the Oregonian, and uh, the Portland Mercury. Uh, but uh, fixourstreetsportland.com. Thank you. Steph Routh, Richa Bodal, thank you so much for joining us, and thanks for your local heroism. I appreciate so you, Jefferson. Be safe. Be well.